Kepper Profiler Tones and Talks, Episode 13. Is that correct? Okay, and we have, uh, how do we call it? Rose Monday. Nobody knows about this. Uh, that's the carnival season here in uh, Germany. Um, not in northern Germany where I am and not in your area, I guess, or not just not, not uh, uh, in your... Uh, um... Not in this studio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So uh, currently the country is going crazy in some areas, but uh, we are serious and stick to the point and uh, have a new video, uh, new tones uh, to uh, look into and... Um, they are also available as a download. Look uh, at Kemper Amps That Rickshaw in Rick Manager and in the download section on the Kemper website. We are looking at episode, episode 13. And to start uh, and let you know what this is about, here's the video. created that video tone show number 13 and uh, yeah that's uh, Quentin Carbonara <laughs> or, uh, spaghetti a la Tarantino <laughs> Uh, because that's the obvious thing to say. It's a surf tone. It's a, a, a classic um, Dick Dale approach. Indeed. And uh, Again, this piece of music you put together, it's already a little movie soundtrack, so everybody can have some images in their mind. And uh, so um, how did you put this together? Because, uh, yeah, this Strat you're using there, it's uh, the Edge model or? Yes, yes, it's uh, the Edge playing Tarantino sounds. Um, it's, it's uh, yeah, the, the Edge signature strut um to be honest i'm not really a huge u2 fan i really love the edge sound but i'm not that die hard fan it's a great strut <laughs> so that's that's why i bought it i, I got it for a review and i've uh, played it and i think it was some after some chords i said okay that's the one that sounds a bit different so it's uh for the strut players it's a bit, uh, I, I call it the pop strut. So it's it's more of a polished strut sounds than the bluesier struts. Uh, but yeah, it's a great guitar and uh, this this uh, surf tone. It's um, yeah, but I think it's more a hi-fi surf tone than the old school '60s surf sounds. 
But I, I tell you later why. Okay. Yeah, but that's, I mean, obvious. It's, um, it would be possible to create that, but uh, yeah, um, why not uh, uh, make it the best version of uh, today uh, out of that? Um, but uh, regarding the guitar, uh, would you, because to understand that what you mean by it's more like a pop strat would it be more like the john mayer prs thing approach because they told the story about they tried to iron out some of the um idiosyncrasies of the of this of the pickups and the sound of the strat that it's a little bit more um even and not so uh filled with uh, uh Uh, highs and uh, and lows where there are peaks in some frequencies and some uh, dips in some frequencies would you call it uh, would you describe it like that i haven't tried this uh, maybe maybe uh, i didn't play uh, the john mayer struts from fender or the john mayer pis uh, strut style guitar but this is more of, this is um yeah sparkling clean tones uh, especially with that wait a minute <laughs> uh, if you ask there is one favorite rick in uh wait michael brits where's michael brit here's michael brit the divided by 13 wait a minute i share the screen here we are so here is this divided by 13 rick Mm -hmm. from Michael Britt and this is that mm. sounds for me uh, really sparkling And it's great for for pop guitar sounds. Mm -hmm. well, it sounds a little bit like like it's already some uh, it got some treatment already, like yeah. like a strat sound uh, that's that's worked upon, uh, you know, with a little compressor and a little yeah. bit of a cue. But this is just straight uh, the guitar into the amp as yes. it was, and I saw that there were no other uh, processes involved. And uh, yeah, okay, so that's. Uh, some good uh, uh, um, info before we get into the tongues uh, for they, they the viewers and the listeners. It. They don't build it anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. For the failure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm glad to have it. <laughs> ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, cool. All right. So uh, diving into that uh, spaghetti western surf Dick Dale type of tone, the modern version. So uh, yeah, Thomas, please take over. You had. Uh, of course, some ideas and um, vision where you wanted to go with this and make it a little bit more, as you said, polished than uh, the raw yeah. vintage one. So yeah. go. I share mm -hmm. the screen again. So here we are. <clears throat> this is the surf spring setting. Um, camper drive is on, amp is on, studio EQ and a spring reverb which is which is totally crucial for these spaghetti western surf style sounds mm -hmm. and um yeah i break it down to the top 
everything's off and here we are with again the tweet deluxe as you hear it totally clean and uh presence and treble are raised a bit mm -hmm. q position is pre mm -hmm. and uh I really want to have this um, very thin sound and the bass is turned down a little bit mm -hmm. because you need for this uh, a really uh, yeah, light bass response so, so not a woolly bass sound mm -hmm. and uh, the definition is turned up to 6.6 uh, and this is something where i uh try to get the best sound with the uh, eq treble and presence and bass and the de definition parameter because if you uh turn the uh, definition down you get a more woolly bass sound more vintage tone but it's a bit too woolly uh, and, and too, too fat for the lower strings. So I raise that up, but not too much. If you have it on 10, the higher notes are sounding a little bit too harsh. Especially when you pick hard, and this is something you, you should do with those surf sounds. So this is something like a compromise, uh, turning to 6.6 and raise treble and presence, but with the EQ position pre. Mm -hmm. So they hit the gain stage and uh, it's, it's a softer um, sound in, in the higher frequencies when you use it uh, with the uh, EQ position pre, if you have post, pre, it's a bit softer, mm -hmm. especially if you uh, raise them a little bit more, then, then you get uh, some, some really harsh tones if mm -hmm. you need. But this is the setting for the amp. And uh, then I add the camper drive, to get a little bit, a little bit of overdrive, but only when I hit the strings really hard. Mm -hmm. Off. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it shapes the sound a little bit. So the tone also is uh, raised up a bit. Definition is at a higher level. And that's what I've, uh, what, what my, uh, yeah, what I've uh, found out. If you want to have a really uh, more treble sound, it's better to have uh, different uh, modules adding a little bit of high frequencies instead mm -hmm. of uh, raise up everything at the amp or something mm -hmm. like that. So that's uh, my sound and uh, my combination, clean amp with a bit treble and presence raised up and the drive just to shape the tone a little bit to get it uh, a little bit overdriven if I want to and uh, raise the trebles, uh, treble a little bit also. Mm -hmm. And then we go to the studio EQ. 
there I don't <laughs> raise the travels. Uh, I just uh, put a high freak, um, a high cut at mm -hmm. 8.4 K and a low cut. Just uh, as I mentioned in, in uh, a video uh, before that, uh, to get this uh, speaker frequency range, the guitar speaker mm -hmm. only goes to, uh, I think about seven, five or something like that. And uh, <clears throat> so I'm cutting everything, not down to seven, five, just uh, to eight, four. Mm -hmm. and the low frequency also, just to have this range. Um, at this point, uh, maybe just a little bit of uh, explanation or um, yeah. how would you call it? Um, tone philosophical musing, um, because there's either this or um, how do you treat the um, pure cabinet parameter in comparison to that? Hmm. Um, would that do also something that uh, you try to achieve with your high and low cut uh, settings? Uh, because basically what it does is uh, it gets the guitar speaker back into its original uh, realm, so to say, frequency-wise, because if you put a microphone uh, in front of it, you add some stuff that's higher and this hmm. stuff that's so typical that what usually guitar players don't like uh, uh, because uh, the round... Uh, tone is a little bit uh, um, um, damaged with this high frequency stuff. And yeah, the low cut and the high cut, they um, uh, um, put it back into the original, basically. <laughs> and uh, the pure cabinet parameter also takes away that microphone effect uh, out of the um, mic'd guitar signal. So um, have you compared that or um, not, not. Really. maybe maybe we can do that afterwards and uh, yeah. that would be a point to uh to we could do a, uh something like a comparison i think uh you hear these pure ca uh, uh pure cabinet parameters very good with high gain sounds mm -hmm. um and uh to be honest i'm not the guy who experiments with this uh pure cabinet uh, mm -hmm. parameter i think it's it's on three <laughs> sometimes it's it's completely off and sometimes it's uh, uh by default uh, at a low okay. rate maybe maybe uh, maybe just I, I have it i have it on three it's it's a default setting from oh, okay mm -hmm. factory default and mm -hmm. uh i don't I'm the guy who experiments with the studio EQ. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. So I, I shape the the sound, the frequency range always with the studio EQ, uh, because there there are uh, some frequencies I want to boost, some frequencies I want to uh, lower down, and uh, for me the studio EQ <clears throat> does the job really great. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. Ah, cool. But we can do that. Okay. Uh, next. Sharing the screen again. Here we go. And um, Spring Reverb. This is the one who creates the magic of the spring uh, of the surf sound. And here, really uh, intense and so important because that's known from these typical yeah. tones, the yeah. dripstone parameter, I guess. Yeah, 
Yeah. And um, when I start to, or when, when I like to create some, some uh, surf style sounds, I always start with the spring fan with the, um, the preset. I will load that in this empty mm -hmm. module. Then we can compare. Here's spring reverb mm -hmm. and then spring fan. This is a recreation or inspired by the Fender Spring Reverb Unit with a decay time of three seconds, dripstone in the middle, spring signs, everything in the middle, and the mix at 60%. So this is the, the, orig oh, the original, the, the preset. <laughs> just raise the decay time and raise the drip stone spring size is one point so uh, forget that mm -hmm. and the mix a little bit more i turn that off mm -hmm. and drip stone is very important because if you turn it down you have this sound if you turn it up mm -hmm. it's clucker yeah. Without, it sounds a bit, uh, yeah, not that dirty. You you get the dirt sound with the dripstone parameter. So if you really uh, need that more dirty sound, turn it turn it on, and turn it uh, at a higher level, maybe at it has a little bit the character of uh, when 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 the spring hits a little bit uh, um uh, the case yeah, and, uh, yeah at this point there might be room for this anecdote i had this Furman spring reverb um uh, when I had my first PA back back in the 80s, oh yeah, uh, uh, it was a 19-inch one U uh, device, a spring reverb by Furman, like this deep, and it had a couple of huge uh, uh, reverb springs there. And uh, at one small club in the city of Bochum, Germany, Zeche, a lot of uh, international artists know this place. Um, somebody uh, um, fell over and hit the table where this little rack with uh, that spring reverb was on, and uh, the rack was just bumping, and uh, the the springs were uh, bumping up and down in this case, and there were no compressors, no limiters, nothing. So uh, you couldn't imagine what kind of explosion <laughs> happened in that. Uh, in that room because uh, um, this dynamics of these uh, springs is it's just uh, it's just uh, unbearable so yeah that was uh, that was really something yeah. somebody yeah. should have sampled that but uh, um, that's basically uh, the dripstone uh, effect on steroids so yeah, yeah. back to back to I, now <laughs> i have a, a fender old old fender uh, twin reverb and if you place this on the floor of the stage and the stage is uh, really a bit wobbling uh, and somebody is jumping you hear <laughs> can't can't play with that so you you need to raise the amp up <laughs> so, yeah. but sometimes uh you like to have that sound 
or this 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 sound creates this uh, little dirt and uh, what i mentioned before uh, that this is the hi-fi version of the surf sound this is because i put uh, the spring reverb uh, at the end of the signal chain <laughs> if you really like to have this original sound then place the spring reverb in front of the amplifier so you get this uh, fender style tone and uh, the reverb hits the preamp and uh, yeah um creates some overdrive sound if you want that and uh, it's in mono here it is not stereo but uh, it's the old school way and you should do that also with the tremolo or the two uh, mm -hmm. delay put that in front of it and uh, get a more dirty gritty sound from the effects going into the input of the amp mm -hmm. maybe even in front of the camper drive yeah you can do that too but um, you really want to have that the full yeah full dirt hmm. uh, let me show you the other sounds then we can experiment mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, this is the main sound for the first part <laughs> Then when I play the higher melody, I add a tremolo and the serial two-tap delay. The serial two-tap delay is just mm -hmm. a slapback echo, mm -hmm. but <clears throat> normally you use a single delay with one repeat to get this. Uh, But now I have, wait a minute, the, the original sound should be like, huh? Yeah, I, I show you, I show you with, with a single delay. Um, don't want to dis disturb the, <laughs> the settings here. Sure, sure. Um, but it's just uh, to get two uh, repeats more and in stereo. So they come left and right. So this is uh, the delay, mm -hmm. and uh, it's set on time value, value, one sixteenth note at value one, value two, feedback at zero. So that means the uh, minimal feedback you can get with that delay, and uh, yeah, that's it. Mix sixty four and a high cut. That's very important to get these analog or tape delay sounds. The uh, repeats are not at the same frequency range as the original signal. You need a high cut in there with even uh, more cut activated. So yeah, uh, even more steep, steep high cut. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, then tremolo. Mm -hmm. 
This is set, uh, the rate is set to eight nodes. Depth is uh, very high at 8.1. And uh, that's all for the tremolo. Mm -hmm. you know, it's just uh, to, to simulate the, yeah, the tremolo section in, in some Fender uh, amps. And again, I put it behind the stack. Mm -hmm. And for this, now I'm changing something. Let me check. We have camper fast, camper drive. We don't need the pure booster. It's just uh, prepared to, to experiment with that. I put the camper drive in front. The tremolo sits here, spring reverb here, and the two tap delay here. Yeah, people, you realize that you can easily drag and drop, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, between the module slots. So this will be my vintage tone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And again, we talked about that in uh, another episode um, about the tremolo behind the spring reverb. And I checked my Fender Twin and I asked my, my uh, guy who repairs the, my twin mm -hmm. and he said that the old fender amps have every every, uh, every amp which has a tremolo or uh, they call it vibrato mm -hmm. uh, has has it uh, placed behind the spring reverb so we get this reverb with tremolo and that sounds great and uh yeah with, with a, a delay in front of the amp, maybe if I turn the amp a little bit up, so so I get a more dirty, more up here. So this is <laughs> just a, a little preview for the um, next Legends Tribute Collection. Yeah, I saw this is coming. Collection number four, I think it's already. And that's something uh, where we should get into a little bit uh, uh, then uh, when this is released as well, um, into some of the uh, special tones you got. So that's episode two. No. Uh, uh, that's uh, um, season two then of uh, Tones and Talks. <laughs> Tones and Talks, yeah. <laughs> Talk about the Legends Tribute Collection. Yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, this is my so so the conclusion of of all that is if you want to have a polished sound, uh, put the go go the normal way uh, and put reverb, delay, uh, tremolo behind the stack. If you want to have the old school way put it in front and maybe uh, put it in front of the camper drive. We didn't try that. So checking out. Oh, oh, I need to share the screen. Yeah, there should be then just uh, more, you know, everything more to the effects a little bit more. Uh, 
mushing into each other again. Wow. If you would bring down the mix a little bit for a second uh, of the of the of the spring reverb, yes, I can do. Uh, then then uh, that tone is just uh, something else as well. This uh, reverb tail with the distortion um, yeah. and this frequency change, then uh, this is really uh, authentic. Whenever that was, uh, 60s. Yeah, it's it's up to now. So mm -hmm. uh, this this sound is uh, modern than than ever. Mm -hmm. And again, uh, try to do some different things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, to add a little bit of character. That's all, yeah. always the thing. Um, um, we, I think this has changed uh, and, and in certain genres, uh, uh, they never uh, change because they stayed dirty, maybe. But mm. uh, uh, if you follow the, the guitar mainstream development uh, in regards of tone and what was cool and what was to, uh, to go for, um, um, a lot of uh, there was this pristine area with the racks and stuff and everything should have been uh, you know come to that, that next <laughs> that distortion you know all the rectified stuff uh, very very round and controlled and um, the effects as well and now um, I think everything is on this palette that uh, could and should be used and the more individual individual the sounds are and uh, the more outstanding they are because they are not so equally um, sounding. Uh, they they cut through a mix uh, in a much different way and much more interesting, most probably, most probably. I think the, the, the important word is character. Yeah. So uh, a sound needs some kind of character, something that sticks out, that can be the way of distortion, that can be an effect the tail of the reverb, uh, the delay, which which has a lo-fi sound combined with a hi-fi guitar tone, hi-fi clean tone. So, yeah, anything, but uh, add some character to to your uh, sound and, and the line will stick out more. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I was just about to say something about uh, uh, but Susan Rogers, you know, the lady who worked with Prince for years, uh, she just wrote a book of how we are listening to music and what it tells uh, and what that tells us about ourselves. Uh, that's, that's, that's a good uh, uh, um, reference as well uh, uh, to, to learn something about uh, creativity. Um, she's, uh, she, she has a weird example for uh, where it's all about character and basically musically it's not really uh, um, um, interesting or good or enjoyable at all but it has so much character and that's why people started to um, uh, uh, get into this in a weird way and uh, she was referencing uh, a girl band called the shags you most probably haven't heard of them <laughs> and 
if you want to uh, um, be amazed, just check it out on uh, there on Apple Music. I checked it and and on Spotify as well. The Shacks, mm -hmm. um, they were com they were completely uh, dislocated. Had no connection to the music industry. Their dad. Uh, um, pushed them to to create a trio and make a record and it's just uh, yeah listen for yourself okay i do Speaking that of character <laughs> <laughs> and this book is is also uh, uh, to be recommended Susan okay. Rogers. okay so i guess for this tone um uh, put on your shorts and uh, um, long for the sun and um, do some surf music with the Kemper Profiler. Thank you, Thomas Dill. And uh, we'll meet again with uh, the next episode of uh, Tones and Talks about that tone show. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.